everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Weekend Confessions. Happy Monday. How are you feeling? I am feeling great. It is 7.30 in the morning. I am ready to start my week off right with an episode of Weekend Confessions. To start off the episode, I just want to say thank you so much to everyone that's listening. I have some exciting news. We now have listeners in five different countries. That is just so crazy. I don't even really understand how you found me, but that is really cool. So thank you for everyone that's listening. Next, I will go into my life update. I will start by this new daily routine that I've been doing. I am very like, I need to see a checklist and I feel very accomplished when I check things off throughout my day. I'm just going to go through my checklist with you. I try to wake up early. On Mondays, I have 8 a.m. meetings. I'll try to wake up at about 6.45. I do not look at my phone until right before my meetings. So I will wake up early. Right away, I'll go to the bathroom. I will wash my face, usually with cold water. It kind of wakes me up. And then brush my teeth. And then once that is done, I will make my bed. And then I will get dressed open my window and then I'll go make breakfast. I will read my book and then I'll do that all before any of the meetings, any of the work, before I touch my phone, anything just to kind of get me into a positive routine every morning. I have that all on a checklist. Even throughout my day, I have the checklist. After that, meetings, and then I'll do work for one job, and then I'll take a 10-minute break, and then I'll start work for my other job, and then I will go to the gym, shower, make dinner, and then I'll do podcast research or do something podcast-related, and then I'll relax. Having everything that I need on a checklist that I can see and checking off everything, it just makes me feel like I can get everything done. It helps hold myself accountable for everything that I need to do. It's a great way for me to get everything done. And also, it's been so much easier and my days have been so much better when I don't look at my phone in the morning. I need to get an alarm clock or something that's not on my phone because I might actually start turning my phone off through the night into the morning and then turn it on when I'm ready to start the rest of my day. Just some thoughts there. I don't know, like I've been making a lot of positive changes. I've been cooking a lot more at home. I'm happy with where I am right now with myself and with the changes that I'm making. Nothing will change if nothing changes. If there's something that you really need to change in your life, but you just don't know how, you don't need to know all the answers. Just do it. Just go for it. That's just a little bit of positivity for this morning. Next, I'm just going to jump into show recommendations. I have been binging a lot of shows, so bear with me. Sex in the City. So I finished the original Sex in the City, both the movies and the reboot. The reboot was okay. I personally did not like it nearly as much as the original. It was not as funny. It was very woke, which is, you know, cool. It's with the times, but it just was not as funny and it would have been better if Samantha was actually in it. I wish it had more of that comedy aspect like it did back in the day. Next, I watched all of Euphoria. I hopped on the bandwagon. Honestly, the show was good. I just finished the finale and 
I am kind of disappointed in the finale. I'm not gonna give anything away, but I do love the show. Rue is a mess. I love Fez Ashtray. He's like Fez's kid, but like scary. <laughs> <laughs> the face tats it really does it for me maddie she's crazy cassie's like very whiny and she plays the victim even though she's extremely messy nate <laughs> you know he needs jesus um he is a full-on psychopath who needs some severe mental health and maybe some jail time i honestly think it's really good i recommend euphoria I will move on to Love is Blind. I watched the whole thing of Love is Blind and the whole show is just weird. I get it, like, is love blind? But I feel like you really have to be kind of desperate to go on that show. That's just my opinion. Some of the people are really attractive, but the idea of it is just kind of weird. Jumping into marriage two weeks after you literally just saw that person. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. Sometimes I'm like, do, like, do they think it's actually going to work or do they just want to get famous? I, I don't really know. But it's very entertaining to watch, I'm not gonna lie. Okay, and then Love Island, Australia. I'm enjoying it, but I love the OG Love Island UK, man. Nothing will beat Love Island UK. I'm on season two and I'm only on like episode 12, which if you watch or know Love Island, that's basically the beginning of the season because there's like fucking... <laughs> 41 hour long episodes so i'm still i'm still getting into it but already i know that i love love island uk a lot better tinder swindler it was okay i just don't understand how girls would fall for that i would never take out a loan for twenty thousand dollars straight up you got me fucked up <laughs> I don't care who you are, how rich you say you are. If you're that rich, you should be taking 20k out from me. You should be paying me that shit. So kudos to that guy because he is a straight finesser and everything. Those girls, I can't. <laughs> So those are just some of the shows that I've been watching. Greta actually told me to watch a show, shout out Greta. It's called In the Dark. I think I'm gonna start watching that, so yeah. Okay, fitness updates. I have been starting my workouts with the Stairmaster. I honestly love it. It's really hard, but I just like doing it. I set a personal record of 42 straight minutes and 103 flights of stairs. And it's only up from here, baby. It's funny though, because the Stairmaster at my gym is really weird. It's not an actual stair steps. It's kind of just big pedals. I don't even know how to describe it. I don't know. I've had some feedback and I need to do a better job of explaining what some things are for people who might not know. So I'm going to explain what the 12-3-30 is and I will do better with explaining in the future. So my apologies for that. The 12-3-30 is a treadmill workout that it's 12 incline on a speed of three for 30 minutes and it is supposed to really help your body get into shape 12 incline is hard for three miles an hour it's kind of fast for going uphill like that you really get the most out of it when you don't hold on so i would say if you are gonna try it and you find yourself holding on a lot i would 
maybe lower the speed to like 2.8 2.7 something to where you can push yourself but you don't have to hold on because that takes a lot off of your muscles that are actually trying to work I've had some good results with the 12 330. I've been doing that for, God, at least a year. I now switch off between the Stairmaster and the 12 330 just because they're both pretty difficult to do, but it's a really good warm up to get your heart rate up and ready to start working out. And you don't have to do it for the whole 30 minutes, okay? Sometimes if I want to lift a lot more weights that day, if I do the 12 330, I'll only do it for 15 minutes or 20 minutes just to like really get my heart rate up, get me sweating, and then ready to get that pumping. And on that note, let's get into this week's episode all about dreams. I feel like I dream every night and I'm able to remember my dream for a certain period of time. And lately, like the past couple months, I've been remembering dreams that I've had at least five to ten years ago. And I've been remembering these dreams vividly. Randomly during the day, I'm doing something and all of a sudden I remember this dream that I had a long time ago. But there's one dream in particular that I think about a lot, even though there's absolutely no way it could happen in real life. So here's the dream. I'm at the grocery store with my family and the store is pretty full of people. It's raining heavy outside, like downpouring. The power goes off in the store and the emergency lights turn on. And the rain outside starts to pile up. And when I mean piling up, it's straight flooding outside. The rain gets so high, it gets halfway up the glass doors to leave, like the electric doors that open when you get near them. And then the water gets so high, it gets to head level. And I start to panic. And then I think to myself, well, maybe if I just open the door and let the water in, it'll even out. So I go ahead and I stand by the door to open it. And everyone yells at me. I open the door and let the water in. And then I wake up. I haven't had this dream in a really long time, but sometimes it just randomly pops into my head. Sometimes my dreams are so vivid that when I start to remember, I honestly don't know if it was actually a dream or if it really happened. I like, it's just, it's so weird. To be honest, I love going to sleep and dreaming, but (laughs) I did not used to be like that at all. A couple years ago, I would have extremely bad night terrors to the point where I was actually scared to fall asleep And not all of them were dreams about dying. Some were just so dark and scary. And when I tell you I was scared to fall asleep, I was scared. Like I would try to stay awake so I didn't have to go to sleep. So I told my mom and I was like, I don't know what's going on. I'm having these really, really bad dreams. And so she told my dad (laughs) and he went and got me this ugly ass dream catcher. And it was the thought that counts, you know, so I hung it up on my wall. Anything could help at this point, right? I never really figured out what the night terrors were, what caused them, but they eventually did stop. On this episode, I want to dive into dreams, what they mean, what causes them, if they can tell you things, all of that. We will start off with 
fun facts about dreams. And this is from Medical News Today. Dreaming can help you learn and develop long-term memories. Blind people dream more with other sensory components compared to sighted people. Another one is we may not remember dreaming, but everyone is thought to dream between three to six times per night. And it is thought that each dream lasts between five to 20 minutes. So a lot of people are dreaming. You just can't remember them. Okay, we will jump into what are dreams. Dreams are stories and images that our mind creates while we sleep. They can be entertaining, fun, romantic, disturbing, frightening, and sometimes bizarre. The dreamer has reduced control over the content, visual images, and activation of the memory. So from evidence and new research, researchers have speculated that dreaming serves the following purposes. Dreaming prepares for possible future threats. It is a cognitive simulation of real-life experiences. Dreaming is a subsystem of the waking default network, the part of the mind active during daydreaming. It helps develop cognitive capabilities and a unique state of consciousness that incorporates experience of the present, processing of the past, and preparation for the future. Going into dream analysis, there are two different approaches for dream analysis. There's the neuroscientist approach, and they're interested in the structures involved in dream production, daydreaming, um, dream organization, and narratability. Psychoanalysis is the other one, and that concentrates on the meaning of the dreams and places them in the context of relationships in the history of the dreamer. So from there, let's talk about nightmares. What are nightmares? Nightmares are distressing dreams that cause the dreamer to feel a number of disturbing emotions. Common reactions to a nightmare include fear and anxiety. And some causes of nightmares include stress, fear, trauma, emotional difficulties, illness, and use of certain medication or drugs. So what is lucid dreaming? I know we all have heard about lucid dreaming. Lucid dreaming is when the dreamer is aware that they are dreaming. They may have some control over their dreams. They often occur in the middle of a regular dream when the sleeping person suddenly realizes that they are dreaming. Some people experience lucid dreaming at random, while others have reported being able to increase their capability to control their dreams. Basically, the measure of control varies between people and dreams. So I thought that was pretty cool. What causes dreams? What goes through our mind just before we fall asleep could affect the content of our dreams. This suggests that the elements from the everyday reemerge in dreamlike imagery during the transition from wakeness to sleep. So basically, if you're thinking about something right before you go to sleep, you could be dreaming about it at some point in the night. During my research, I came across this thing called dream lag. I had no idea what it was, so I thought I would just put this in here. Dream lag is when the images, experiences, or people that emerge in dreams are images, experience, or people that you've seen recently. And this could be like the day before or even a week before. 
Certain types of experiences take a week to become encoded in long-term memory, and dream lag has been reported in dreams that occur in the REM stage. I find that really interesting because I have had a lot of dreams about actual people that I know, sometimes actual scenarios that have happened, so I really wanted to dive in and figure out why I'm dreaming about people I haven't seen in 10 years. <laughs> so next we are going to move on to themes. The themes of dreams can be linked to the suppression of unwanted thoughts and as a result an increased occurrence of that suppressed thought in dreams. So the more you are trying to suppress either like an anxious thought or just something that you really don't want to think about, it is more likely to come up in one of your dreams. So you might as well just get it all out there so you don't have to keep dreaming about it over and over again. <laughs> okay, so now we talked about nightmares, dreams, dream lag, themes, and now I want to jump into reoccurring dreams. Have you ever had a reoccurring dream? Because I've had a lot of reoccurring dreams and there's this one in particular, and it's kind of scary, but my reoccurring dream is I'm getting chased by someone and I'm on the side of the road trying to run away from them, but my legs aren't working. Like I'm trying so hard to get up and run, but it's like both of my legs are asleep to the point that I keep falling and trying to get up, but I can't. Very weird reoccurring dream, but I feel like being chased is a normal theme that people have in dreams. So what causes reoccurring dreams? Before we get into causes, I'm just going to name facts about reoccurring dreams. 60 to 75% of American adults experience reoccurring dreams, and 77% of reoccurring dreams are negative. Some common themes to reoccurring dreams are tooth loss, car crashes, falling, being chased, trapped, attacked, and public nakedness. And then reoccurring dreams have been linked with lower psychological health and conditions like PTSD. Okay, so what causes reoccurring dreams? Experiencing reoccurring dreams may point at underlying issues regarding the dream content and may be a way to work through unmet needs or process trauma. People who are under more stress tend to have more negative reoccurring dreams. So here are some ways to cope or stop reoccurring dreams. Exercise and relaxation exercises like meditation, yoga, all that discussing your dreams so talking through your dreams with either a counselor therapist or a friend and then maintaining good sleep hygiene okay how to remember your dreams i feel like it's so frustrating when you're like oh i had a dream but now that i'm thinking about it i can't remember it so here are some ways that it'll like help train your brain to remember your dreams waking up naturally without an alarm clock Focusing on dreams as much as possible when you wake up. So immediately when you wake up, just think about what you just dreamed of. And then write down as much about the dream as possible and make recording your dreams a routine. So this could be right after you wake up, you have a little journal next to your bed and you take some time out of your day to just write down your dreams. Moving on, can dreams predict the future? Some researchers claim to have evidence that this is possible, but there's not enough evidence to actually prove that dreams can predict the future. But dreams may help people learn more about their feelings, beliefs, and values. 
Images and symbols that appear in dreams will have meanings and connections that are specific to each person. Even though there's not enough evidence to prove that dreams can predict the future, can dreams tell you things? The short answer is yes, dreams can tell you things. Dreams tell you what you really know about something and what you really feel. They point you towards what you need for growth, integration, expression, and the health of your relationship to people, places, and things. So dreams aren't going to come out and just tell you what something is or just flat out say it. Dreams can speak to you in metaphors. So for example, If you're postponing an important decision and you have a dream of missing a boat and dreams can help you fine tune your direction and show you your unfinished business. They never lie. Dreams don't come true. They are true. So I'm just going to end there with my research. I really enjoyed learning about the meaning of dreams and just everything behind dreams for this episode. And if you are interested in learning more about dreams, all the information from this week's episode was from Medical News, Psychology Today, and The Sleep Foundation. Yeah, I hope you enjoyed our little segment about dreams. Now let's jump into a few questions to wrap up this week's episode. first question what was the happiest moment of your life I honestly don't know I feel like I had a lot of happy moments and I can't think of one specific happiest moment of my life but I would say one of the happiest moments of my life was either when I made the V show at my high school as a freshman which was hard to do and I was very proud of myself for doing that. And another happy moment that I had was when I got one of the leads in my school musical. So I was a junior and I got a callback for the role and it was me and three other girls and they were all seniors. I ended up beating them all out for the part. I got my own song and it was the first big role that I've really had. So it was really exciting. And I don't know, it just made me so happy to know that I did in fact have talent. (laughs) The director, she was my drama teacher at the time and she really believed in me. So, and I kicked that role's ass. Honestly, the song was kind of hard and I don't think anyone could have done it as good as me. Those were very happy moments in my life. What are your top three music artists? Well, number one is Drake. It will always be Drake for many reasons. I will admit to sliding into Drake's DMs a couple times. Drake, if you hear this, you know where to find me. Um, My second would be SZA. She's just very talented. Love her. And then the third one? I don't know. I would say either Post Malone, Lil Baby, or Bryson Tiller. And then my top three favorite foods. I'm not going to say that these are in a specific order. I think sushi and chicken wings are tied for first. Sushi, if you have never been with me for all-you-can-eat sushi, you are definitely missing out because that is a sight to see. Chicken wings, bone-in, Buffalo Joe's, definitely bone-out. I don't really know. I love bone-in and bone-out. I love cheese curds, but that's more of a side dish. So those are my top three favorite foods. What is your favorite season? I would have to say fall is my favorite season. The temperature outside is perfect. It's like brisk, but it's not too cold. 
The leaves are changing colors and it's just so beautiful to be outside to watch the orange, the red, the yellow mix a little green in. It's just very beautiful. And Halloween movies, chef's kiss. I love Halloween movies. And there's just, I feel like there's a lot to do, like pumpkin patches, haunted houses, apple orchards. They're all so fun. And I don't know, I just really like the fall season. Those are the questions I'm going to answer this week. If you want me to answer some of your questions on anything, relationships, sexual questions, funny questions, just send it to the Google Doc that is in my bio. Thank you guys so much for listening to this week's episode. I hope you enjoyed learning about dreams, what causes them, what they mean, the fun facts, all of that. Please let me know what you want to hear more of. Submit topics you want to learn more of in the Google form in the Instagram bio. And don't forget to like us on Apple Podcast and Spotify. Also, follow us on Instagram, Weekend Confessions Podcast. And yeah, I hope everyone has a great week and I will see you next time. Bye!